Welcome all you relaxed peoples, and thank you for tuning in for gaming news, discussions, nature, and short stories to be told. Hey there, my name is Sh my name is Josh, and like I mentioned earlier, I'm here to mainly talk about gaming with a pinch of variety along the way, such as what nature does for me and the beauty it presents, reading very short stories about anything I feel like. Finally, perhaps, maybe just discuss what's been on my mind. So, with gaming as my main topic, I like to say it's been a big help in finding me to convey who I want to become as a person meaning the stories they tell, with the gameplay being a stepping stone for how I want to stand out, by playing really good in any game I touch. And you know, not, just not thinking about my internal external problems outside of my space. That might seem like a big explanation, but you know, in all honesty, it's just what I've been learning so far. Anyway, with my exposition out of the way, let's turn the tables and chillax with some news. Oh. And by the by, I won't cover all of gaming news because I'm human and that'd just be darn crazy, you feel? So, how about that Resident Evil 8 showcase on January 21st, 2021, huh? And producer P. Fabiano announces the release date, which is the May 7th for this year. Explains some of the big changes that went toward the gameplay. Some changes. And you guessed it, the very tall vampire lady named... Uh, Lady Dimitrescu, who's now confirmed to be 9 feet 6 inches tall. She's even bigger than the Master Chief, which is absurd. Now, the game is going to keep its first-person view like it did in 7, while controlling the same protagonist Ethan from before, while he searches for his kidnapped daughter. Gameplay itself is relatively the same, with some minor improvements, such as when you block an enemy, you can actually retaliate by striking them back. I guess Ethan really learned how to defend against the Baker family with her crazy shenanigans. Everything about the everything about this game screams like share similarities to four, as pointed out by Matt Kim on one of IGN's articles talking about melee enhanced combat, varied enemy hordes, a vaguely European village in the middle of nowhere. And trust me, I've had my time with, with, with uh, Resident Evil 4 plenty of times before, so he's not wrong there. Hell, even the merchant is back. Not the same one, but another called the Duke that, you know, sells weapons and items. The inventory too has a close relation to 4 as well, even though it's been so long since I played it. But it was pretty dope if I remember correctly. So, like, like um, for example, so comparing 4 to 7, Sorry, I might be talking out of my ass here. But Forest Inventory, if if I um, remember correctly, allows you to place your stuff in any direction you want as long as you know how to manage your space without the restriction uh, like in 7, where each item you, you receive are filled in one box, but you can manipulate, you know, you, know, you can manipulate like having like two pistols, two shotguns, ammo grenades, all within the same case if that makes sense. It's that type of expansion I like. Finally, an online multiplayer component has been included as well, called uh, Reverse. 
And let me just say this, Loki, when they show the trailer and um, when they show this trailer, whoever was playing the characters were really bad at aiming. Like they sucked so much at aiming and it did not look appealing to play. But if you check out the the likes and dislikes you, uh, likes ratio on the official Resident Evil channel where the uh, video presented itself, it pretty much tells the whole story how people how people feel about its inclusion. So in it, you face up to three iconic characters from the series such as Jill Valentine, Leon, Ada, and so on. Your objective is to kill everyone from the looks of it, and when you or somebody dies, they're transformed into one of the bosses in the previous installments and again try to kill you. While while this mode has this weird graphical outline shading like the Telltale games. Now, for Resident Evil 3's resistance mode, I completely forgot it existed. Besides knowing there was like a monetization scheme they had, nobody I knew was talking about it or playing it, so it's strange how they're adding yet another multiplayer element. Well, I hope it's decent at least, but I'm not having any type of expectations for this one. Up next is... Stadia? Google now still stopped development on its own exclusive games and instead be focused on getting third-party titles on their platform from publishers. 150 developers are out of the job. However, Google mentioned how they'll offer them new roles within the company. Phil Harrison, the general manager at Google, explained the situation in a blog post. We see an important opportunity to work with partners seeking a gaming solution all built on Stadia's advanced technical infrastructure and platform tools. We believe this is the best path to building Stadia into a long-term sustainable business that helps grow the industry. You know, for a multi-billion dollar company, I think they just don't understand a single thing about cloud gaming service from the $129 console on on onto having to pay $60 on older games that are now at a discounted price on last on last gen plus on a $10 monthly subscription on top of just having a good internet connection in order to stream the games really nails it on the coffin don't you think that's even if you like I said have a good internet, which I like to think some of us don't. So let's take a look at the Xbox Game Pass. On Xbox's website, it gives you clear instructions on what to expect before you spend your money on it. So for $15 a month, you get Xbox Gold, a huge library of games ranging from like Batman, Arkham Knight, Halo Collection, Gears, you name it. Any one of those can be downloaded including gaining access to first-party titles the day they're released. I don't know, but I'd like to think I'll choose the smarter option, wouldn't you say? A quick note to add is um, all those developers that were working on those disclosed projects on Stadia basically wasted wasted their time because any of those that did not have a release date for this year are fucked. I'm, I'm one to show optimism for stuff that could not work, but prove me wrong. However, it's clear Google didn't know what they were doing from the start, especially when you consider the console was still at beta at launch. But what do I, what do I know? 
I just play video games with my fingers and maybe, you know, maybe complain about them every once in a while. Last two games I'll talk about, I swear. So, Mass Effect is coming back with a new game in the future, as shown by the Game Awards, that was held last December. There's also the trilogy that was announced last year, last year, and now we finally have a release date, which is May 14th of this year. Within this package contains improved visuals, better customization, models, etc., and all the DLC from the games, except um, one that was uh, lost due to cor data corruption. Kevin Meek, the environment and character art director, explains on how they focus, like how on how they focus bringing these games to fruition. So that means all the uh, the visual effects, the user interface, the environment art, the character art, every single texture we hit right away with two main changes. First, we increase cap that the engine places on the texture sizes, and secondly, we ran all the original uncompressed source source art through an AI upres program along with some other custom batch tools. So basically they took everything from the games and ran through and ran it through a resolution program that updated on how things look in a better quality. Watching the trailer I could see the genuine effort they took to improve the graphics and maybe the overall core experience of the games. But as always, I'm a believer of actually getting my hands on a game to test out how it plays out, not just by a trailer telling me it's supposed to play like this. Because more and more of these games are, you know, these newer games are getting released, but in, but broken in terms of the bugs, missing features, and the like. But time will tell, and I hope nothing but the best for Bioware. With the abysmal Mass Effect Andromeda and the forgotten lost soul of a game, Anthem, they need to gain back the trust of their fans. And it looks like they're doing that with this, the new game, Anthem 2.0. So I hope it works out for them. And finally, we have Call of Duty Warzone. You know, that battle royale mode that some people play. Well, you may or may not know that, shocked, the mode has been getting plagued with cheaters as of late. Another shocker, but not really, is that Activision has been lax days ago in helping the community ban them. They're quick as shit in taking your money as evident from last year, in which they sold $1.2 billion off of microtransactions and a state Black Ops Cold War was in at release. But not paying attention to their moneymaker that's, you know, growing their business is laughable. Anyway, today they banned more than 60,000 players stating, We have zero tolerance for cheaters across Call of Duty and Call of Duty Warzone, the company wrote in a blog. Our focus is to combat both cheaters and cheap providers. Today, we banned 60,000 accounts for confirmed cases of using cheat software in Warzone, breaking our total to date of more than 300,000 perma bans worldwide since launch. This was after a popular COD streamer, Fixstar123, stated in his YouTube video addressing the game. The game is in the worst state it's ever been. Activision isn't really isn't being addressing how many hackers there are in the game. They never seem to go away, and there's always more and more hackers. This needs to be fixed, otherwise it will truly be the death of the game. I guess streamers don't make the company their money, huh? Since I play the, since I play that mode often, I recently have been coming across cheaters as well. 
and it just makes the more the very intense gunfights to be in just now you know just not worth the stress because I'll get a shot across the map for just trying to win and you know kill people, but you know the fact still stands. Why aren't they doing anything about this until somebody big decides to leave the game? The lack of communication is astounding, though. Gotta give credit where credit is due. At least they banned a lot. Now we just need that consistency. And we'll be right back after this. Now, maybe something else to switch to talk about shortly is water. You know, the water that we use for some of our basic necessities. The reason why I'm bringing this one up is sometimes it comes in clutch and just reminding me to stay grounded or just, you know, to see my reflection off of the little puddle I create when watering. Another thing it can help with is when we talk with others or doing physical activities. So I know it's, you know, no shit, Sherlock, but what I'm trying to say is drink a lot of water, kitties, because healthy habit starts in those little small things. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Joking aside, I feel that it's something overlooked uh, a lot of the time. And now for the finale, we have a short poem called Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening by Robert Frost. Whose words these are, I think I know. His house is in the village, though. He would not see me stopping here to watch his woods fill up with snow. My little horse must think it queer to stop without a farmhouse near between the woods and frozen lake the darkest evening of the year. He gives his harness bells a shake to ask if there is some mistake. The only other sounds the sweep of easy wind and downy flake. The woods are lovely, dark, and deep. But I have promises to keep, and miles to go before I sleep, and miles to go before I sleep. Alright, that's going to do it for me, folks. I hope you all enjoy the podcast episode. Stay safe and be beautiful. And one, la one last thing before I you know, head off is, um, is the episodes I'm trying to make. They might be a little janky, uh, janky when I um, actually release them, because you know I'm new to, new to this, so... If everything like it's released in a different day, different time during the week, you know, please be patient, patient with me. I'm just, you know, I'm new to this and, you know, you know, I just wanted to experiment and, you know, see what comes of it. But anyway, thank you guys for understanding. And until next time, stay safe. And I'll catch you all on the other side. Peace. <laughs>